Hi, this is Thomas Shepard, and you're listening to the Shep Dogs Classroom Podcast. If you are enjoying this program, please consider subscribing to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes. This is Episode 3, Book Talk and Augmented Reality. In this episode, I will be doing a book review of a book in one of my favorite fantasy series called The Wheel of Time. In the Tech Talk segment, I will be talking about some of the interesting technology around augmented reality. Don't forget to listen to until the end for the joke of the week. And I'd like to remind listeners to look at the show notes for information and links related to the content covered in this episode. One of my favorite fantasy series is called The Wheel of Time by Robert Jordan. There are 14 books in the series, and if that wasn't enough, there is also a prequel novel called New Spring. Here are some interesting uh, tidbits about the series. The Wheel of Time series is considered a classic in the fantasy genre. The author, Robert Jordan, passed away before completing the series, and another popular fantasy writer, Brandon Sanderson, was hired to complete the rest of the books. Sanderson used notes left by Jordan to write the last three books in the series. The series is so popular that there was a TV series being planned and filmed in the Czech Republic. The Wheel of Time series is such a classic fantasy series that there have been rumors for years that it should be turned into a movie or a TV series. And the problem with that, it's such an epic fantasy series that it would be difficult to do that. So I was really looking forward to the TV series coming up. I'm going to read an excerpt from chapter one of the book, uh, The Eye of the World. And what this excerpt is, it just sets up the overall premise of their view of how time works. And and in it, in this fantasy world, the author has created a, a time to be a wheel. And he keeps that premise for the whole series. So here's a famous uh, passage from that series. The wheel of time turns, and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become legend. Legend fades to myth, and even myth is long forgotten when the age that gave it birth comes again. In one age, called the third age by some, an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind rose in the mountains of mist. The wind was not the beginning. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the turning of the wheel of time. But it was a beginning. Here is an overall summary of of the start of the book. I don't want to talk too much about the book because I don't want to give it away. We're going to begin with how the book starts. And basically it sets up everything uh, for the reader right off the bat. At first, everything seems quiet as a Rand Al Thor and his dad, Tam, are bringing a full wagon from the farm to the Wine Spring Inn in the village of Emonsfield. Rand gets spooked as he thinks he sees a black-cloaked rider following them. When they arrive in the town, Rand finds out that others have seen a black rider as well. There are a few strangers in town, which is exciting for the villagers since they don't get many visitors from outside of the area which is called the Two Rivers. Soon there is an attack on the farm 
and village by creatures called Trollocs. These are half men, half beast. And a black rider called a Murdral. After the battle, one of the strangers, a woman called Morang, tells the boys that the Dark One sent the Trollocs after the three of them and that they must leave with them to protect the village. This is the start of a dangerous journey with many twists and turns. So at this point, you probably are wondering, like, who are these three boys? So it's at this point, we should probably talk about the characters. One of the strengths of this book is that the author's development of character is very strong. He uses the first few chapters to let his readers get to know a bit about each of the main characters that will be the focus of the series. We first meet Randall Thor, a farmer's son and his dad, Tam, who are traveling with the wagon to Eamon's Field. And Rand becomes a central figure, if not the main character in, in the whole novel, even though you could argue that there's other main characters as well. Matt Coffin is a friend of Rand's. He's like, he likes playing practical jokes and is mischievous. Matt is always looking for fun and spends a lot of time trying to avoid doing any work. Rand has another friend called Perrin Abera. And this friend is a blacksmith, apprentice blacksmith, and he is uh, known to be physically strong. The other characters involved in the coming from that town or that area of the two rivers. Eguine Alvera is the daughter of the owner of the Wine Spring Inn, and her dad also happens to be the current mayor of Emensfield. And she and Rand kind of like each other. There's also a character called Nynaeve Almera, and she is another young girl, although she seems to be older than Eguine and the boys. Uh, she's called the Village Wisdom, and she has a sharp tongue and a quick temper. This book is a great read for anyone that enjoys reading fantasy or readers that are looking to explore the fantasy genre. It does have your typical fantasy plot lines, like uh, it usually includes a hero that is destined to save the world, an evil villain that represents darkness trying to take over the world, a journey or quest that leads to all types of adventures and an epic battle between good and evil. Where the Wheel of Time series differs, however, is from the rest of the fantasy genres, is in the surprising amount of plot twist, mysteries to be solved, and the most importantly, character development. As a reader, you get invested in these characters and you empathize with their struggles. The Eye of the World is a great first book in this series, and I know that this book uh, stands on its own, even though it is part of an overall series, and it's a long series. Like I said before, it's about 14 books. So what do I give this a rating? So I give this a rating of four out of five stars. If I, you know, I don't necessarily like rating books that way, but it seems to be a good way to indicate to people, you know, how I liked it. Why not five, you might say. For me, the only negative in this book was that it is so character rich that you can get confused trying to keep all the characters straight. This is especially true of the villains. It takes a while to wrap your head around who they are and what their roles are. I also found the prologue, which is the start of the book, leading up to chapter one, was a bit confusing because it happens to be a flashback scene that's set in another time. And that sends up the grander conflict for the series, but you don't make that connection for a while. And I found it to be a bit disorienting at first. Despite these minor flaws, I found the book was a great read 
and fascinating with fascinating characters, a creative storyline, and that keeps you guessing as to how many main characters fit into the overall plot. So I found it really, really good. So again, the book is The Eye of the World by Robert Jordan. So in this Tech Talk segment, I'm going to talk about augmented reality. Augmented reality is where you create an interactive experience by combining the real world environment with objects that you created from graphics and different types of objects that you can download. So what are some examples of this? Well, there's an app that's pretty popular called Pokemon Go, where you capture Pokemon by flicking a, a ball that's on your phone. And the Pokemon that shows up is actually in the real world environment. So you can actually have a picture here of a Pokemon who's is moving around in like on a side street, on a sidewalk, in a town, in an area. And that's a pretty popular game. But what I ran into this week was a app that you can actually use to create your own version of augmented reality. Now, with me, with where I have an iPhone, I've used the uh, app called the Reality Composer. It's an app that Apple has put out. And I used it to launch a, basically a rock, rocket ship into my living room or my kitchen. And I've created a little video there that I'll post into my students' Google Classroom. And I've already got it up on my, uh, I think on my Twitter account. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes to uh, the app and to a video that walks you to, through the tutorial that I followed to create the rocket ship that just launches in. Like I said, I did it in my kitchen. It's pretty cool. There are also all kinds of uh, augmented reality apps, and I'll put a few links to a few of those in there too. And I'm not too familiar with the Android phones and tablets. Um, basically, there's lots of AR apps. And so if I find a few, I'll put a few links in as well. It's great to mess around a lot of fun. So if you take your turn at trying it out, go ahead and, and have some fun. Uh, should give you a warning, though, you have to have a fairly recent phone with the upgrade to uh, the latest iOS uh, and an iPhone to get this to work. And now here is the joke of the week. Question, which big cat should you never play cards with? Answer, a cheetah. I know everybody's been looking forward to these jokes, so I picked a real doozy this week. You have been listening to another episode of Shep Dog's Classroom Podcast. If you are enjoying this program, please consider subscribing to the podcast in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, or from wherever you download your podcast. The music used in this podcast was created by Robbie Lee. Thank you for listening.